Welcome to the Catnips Podcast Season 4. We are preparing to take flight. If everyone could ensure that their seatbelts are clicked in, safety is our utmost importance. This ride is not appropriate for children, for people with weak hearts, or with low self-esteem. I encourage you to place your earbuds in now, or you probably will be fired. If everyone could now put their heads between their legs and kiss your ass goodbye, it is time to take flight. Welcome back to the Catnips Podcast. It is I, your new spiritual guru. It is I, Sid Rain, cat lady, juggling it all, you know, jugging, juggling, breathing. We're here, bitch intentional Mm, I'm here on purpose (laughs) it's divine appointment that we are at this moment today so I would like to say you're welcome I am glad that you could share your space with me and congratulations you here boo welcome I just want to say I love that our listeners really listen to us as therapy like it's therapeutic for them like people will write in and say like they listen to this while they're at work or while they're in traffic and right listen if you if you listen to us at work it's not our fault you need to have headphones I hope you're responsible if you if you listen in, if you know then you know you know what I'm saying and you know you know and it's just (laughs) they know and it's just as therapeutic for us you have no idea you have no idea. This has been such a fun, phenomenal, developmental, progressive, intentional experience for us. So I'm just, like Sid said, I'm I'm incredibly grateful to share this space, this energy with y'all. Like, you do not know how many days this podcast has gotten me over the hill. And that's just like a dope-ass feeling that I could share that same sentiment with you guys. So... Thank you for listening. You're welcome for listening. So as y'all know, we always have we always have a word of the day. Mm-hmm. Word of a show. So today our word of the show is F for future. And not future the fuck nigga. Not, We're not talking about him yet. But he's gonna pop up at some point. I feel like there's no way we could talk about the future without talking about future. So we'll figure it out. We've summoned him now. You're right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All my ex hoes going to pop up on my timeline today for this. Girl. Right. That's exactly what Peter. You said you wanted to talk about toxic people? Did you ring? You ring? Let me show you how much I haven't grown. (laughs) (laughs) Please. Please give me another chance to waste your time. Please. Please, God. I won't sleep until I ruin you. For the second time. Until you have so much trauma that you self-sabotage and you're in the ultimate relationship you're supposed to be in. Please, God, please just give me another chance to make things worse. Yikes. So... (laughs) Right. So we smoke before the show, y'all. So we'll sober up in a few minutes. So just, you know, ride it out. But it's all from a good place. I mean, what what do we do when we meet those people? The toxic people? Who you yes, like, the toxic people. <laughs> like, when these types of people fall into our lap, like, these are people that we don't want to date. Mm-hmm. And perhaps they're better suited for someone else versus us. So how would you like to be treated? Like, we have to handle people with care. Okay, so I see where you're going with this. And you are just, you're on the money. Because, okay, so I've been, I smoked some weed one day. And I started about, I started thinking about the word petty, right? And petty sounds a lot like the French word petite, right? Which mm-hmm. means little or small. So when we're being petty, 
we're acting small. I am too phenomenal of a person to be small to someone I'm not even interested in. So I'm not going to be a petty person this year. So I have created the resignation letter where I am resigning from situations I don't want to be a part of. Mm, the resignation letter. So like what we would send to a employer um, mm-hmm. or someone we're doing business with, we would mm-hmm. use this for regular day niggas, like regular day people. Like, yeah, Sydney, that's a, it's, the, yeah. it's the same. It's right along those lines. It's a very well-crafted, optimistic, positive dismissal. Because, like, you're not always going to have chemistry with people. You're not always going to want to fuck with this person or, like, they may not be funny enough. They may be, like, too weird. They may be whatever the fuck you pick as the reason why you don't want to fuck with them. And I want you to understand that's a valid-ass feeling. But in the spirit of creating this intentionally abundant life for yourself... You have to position yourself to where you receive abundance as well. So this is like just letting the person off, honestly. Like, yo, you a good person. Like, I enjoyed, you know, meeting you, whatever, whatever. But I, I feel like I want to move in a different direction. Like, you know. So if you want to be friends, that's cool. But, but that's it. That's it. And you know what? You're right. Like, we have to get comfortable enough to have these conversations because... Like how would we we would want to be treated with care. We want someone we wouldn't want someone to necessarily ghost us. We may want like that honest conversation. Yeah. And that's a real thing. And that doesn't mean that you gotta like once you put the resignation in, you can immediately ghost after that. Cause at least you gave the explanation, boom, bada beam, bada boom, you out of here. Cause I mean shit, do you go back to jobs after you quit? No, so why do you have to keep up then? But it's just about like setting up your karma for future situations. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the energy you want to bring to yourself. And I think our generation really struggles with like rejection and like like handling like conflict resolution and having difficult conversations and shit like that. So it's like we got to start somewhere. Like every person you meet on Tinder is not going to be the one. You know what I'm saying? Like right. And that's okay. It's all Hey, you're not obligated <laughs> to anything. Why are you laughing so hard? Because I love when you do that. <laughs> you're slow, okay. <laughs> it's okay. And it is, because you're not supposed to click with everybody. So it's fair enough to just have that, hey, thanks, but no thanks. I yes. hope you're fine with this before. Yeah, and like like I said, you can ghost immediately afterwards because nine times out of ten, if you like low-key rejecting this person, they're going to want to ask more questions, but you're not obligated to answer those questions. Nope. Because nine times out of ten, if you are anything like me, you about to read the fuck out of that person. Like, well, I did not like you for reasons. This one, this one, this one, that one. I forgot about this one, but nope, I remembered it just now. And all of that shit, so to avoid that just if you feel like you need to send a resignation letter also dead it dead access to period because that makes space for something else to come into your life to take up space it's not fair to block you could be busting it open for your soulmate while you dodging this person's call you know what i'm saying like don't let your side piece stop you from meeting your your soulmate you know like <laughs> exactly like alicia keys and swiss beats because he was actually you know he was the one who was married <sighs> they were separated but you know what okay so let's talk about that for a second because we all like in the salon we always have this conversation if you do not have signed divorce paperwork i can't fuck with you how do you feel about that right I feel like that is the most I feel like that's the most honest way like I don't yeah because like with all that back and forth and like if you serious about if you serious about ending your relationship you would have ended and usually men say that as they lying and scheming anyways like um I'm leaving my wife I'm gonna leave my wife for you and they just be lying 
they really just be saying that to get some pussy. Yeah. Like y'all. He's never going to leave his wife. No. And my thing is, if you think you about to be on the come up after like helping in somebody else's relationship, girl, you just brought a bunch of trash to your chest too. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be the girl. Don't be Kevin Hart's new wife where you getting cheated on just like you got cheated on, just like you was cheating on them. And now you six months pregnant and it's in front of all of the national news. Kevin White's first wife got cheated on in private. He wasn't famous enough for people to know that she was getting cheated on. So she got out scot-free and had the kids. So she got two guaranteed checks plus forever alimony. That was a setup. But this new chick, you can't get divorced. Right. You gotta talk about it and justify this shit on Netflix. If you and hopefully you don't, you can flip that bag. If you do have to talk about it, hopefully, hopefully you've already built up. You know, hopefully people want to see you talk. Did you see the Kevin Hart documentary? Don't fuck this no. up. No. So, and Nico does a whole interview talking about like the public cheating mm-hmm. scandal. And she was like, I, and somehow I'm glad that he did it because it brought us closer to girl. I can't, I can't even repeat this bullshit, let alone, I can't even quote it. She said something stupid. Well, I, I, yeah, yeah. She said something stupid about it. Then he said something stupid about it. And then they, they talked about something else. Bada bing, bada boom. So baby girl. And I remember, and I remember Black Twitter hooping and hollering about this when this came out. Yeah. What kind of juice is she drinking? I want what she's having. She got she drinking rich juice. That's what she drinking. Man, she drinking, she drinking that Kool Aid. Those are rich. That's rich shit decisions. Because if you broke and you cheating on me, I'm beating your ass in front of the person that you cheated on me with. You gonna watch this ass whooping? That that and, has to yeah. happen. And I'm stabbing three out of four tires so the insurance don't cover it. And just like you said, I don't know what season this is, but when Beyonce and Jay-Z, when, they had, when it was their when it was their cheating scandal, you know, they went on a tour. And they made money off of it. Do you see my Niggas, point? Niggas they went, listen, <laughs> Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce and they dropped three albums each yep. with its own tour boo boo if the only tour you doing is apology tours to why you act up and why you got yourself arrested because you outdid you overdid it in public you don't need to be with that person because i want to be i do no not gonna do that to myself i almost said i want to be cheated on by a rich person but i don't i don't want that yeah. but I definitely do not want to be cheated on by a broke person. So please consider your economic right. value before busting it open for somebody outside of your relationship. Right. And you know what? Like, you're right. No one wants to be cheated on. However, if I have to be cheated on, I'd rather be somebody who has some money and be legally contracted tied to them than to a broke somebody who has no money. And to be contracted, that even sounds really bad too. It all sounds bad in that area, in that last scenario. And that's just why it's a scenario. And that's okay. <laughs> so also talking about your future, and since we just highlighted right. what we don't want, right? We just talked about all things that we don't want. We have to be intentional about the things we do want. Like manifest, yeah, like talk to your people in your circle. You have to actively be like thinking about it and conjuring up what you want. And I do mean conjuring in all the sense of the word conjuring. Mm, that sounds <laughs> slightly unethical, a bit illegal, and I am for it. So please do tell, share details. <laughs> well, I always say that self-care is a <laughs> self-care is a active act. It's something you are intentional about doing because it's something you want to be embedded 
in your future. So that's why we're practicing. So I have little notes right now on my mirror, right? But I mean, there are some that I wrote from last year. Um, they don't actually mention anything about like love on them. But the vision board that I made at our vision board party does like it, meant, it just shows there's a lot of beautiful stuff as Rihanna, ginger, fruit, love, colors. But like, come back to me, come back to me, Cindy. <laughs> we'll, we'll I do. <laughs> I'm wanting to, I'm, I'm, I have that up there because I'm manifesting what I want. Mm. And you do have to actively be doing that. And so, like, Yes, sir, we talked about the fuck niggas. There are the fuck boys out there. However, if that's all you're focusing on, if you're spending all your energy on anti-fuck boy, which I get it, because they are fuck boys, you're going to block the other things that you are you could be receiving. Yeah. Know? No, I totally get it. We were talking about this last week when I mentioned how we have to restructure our masculine divinity. Your relationship with how you feel about what you're trying to attract to you. So if you only feel negative thoughts about it, you only have negative space for it, what do you expect to get out of it? You know what I'm saying? So now I totally feel you. So you're saying that time management is imperative to manifesting the things that you want out of your life. Well, you do have to have that time management to sit down and be intentional about what you're going to do. So like, yes. and that, and that like, like if you're gonna make a vision board, like, okay, well, I'm gonna sit down, I have to grab the magazines, the scissors, the glue, the cardboard. Um, so that, that is something very intentional right there. Um, and also looking at yourself in the mirror and telling yourself what you wanna hear, what you wanna see. Yes, we talked about that in our, in one of our first episodes, whereas like, Someone complimenting you shouldn't be the first time that you've heard these things. Someone giving you a nice phrase or saying you look beautiful or things like that should not be the first time that you've ever heard that. You have to have a well-rounded inner voice that communicates Mm -hmm. that to yourself every day because you're going to get swindled. Right. That's real. When motherfuckers realize you ain't never had nothing, they will get over on you. If they don't think you know no better, you listen to what I'm saying. If they don't think you know any better, they're going to treat you like you don't. But y'all are also not ready to talk about that. And we will move on to another episode and revisit that conversation. We should definitely have that conversation. We should definitely have that conversation. (sighs) Okay, so remember when I told you I thought Future was like Bojack? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I remember that. Bojack Horseman, the cartoon from Netflix. Yes. So I was telling Lexi that I can't even look at a horse without being like, fuck you, Bojack. Um, But... (laughs) It's a hard F. Yes, I feel like I... You know what? (laughs) I I thought I really liked Bojack as a character. And then, um, but what I do like about Bojack and how he is different from Future is I feel like he's always looking for, he's trying to find redemption. And when he has fucked up, he's like, all right, damn, I fucked up. What can I do next time? And I'm not in Future's inner circle to know if he's doing that or not doing that. But I feel like by the seventh baby mama. Right. So, right. I. We know, we know at least Bojack believed in condoms because I don't know what kind of latex sheepskin allergy that motherfucker has, but he lets it rip wherever. Um, but no, I definitely, I thought Bojack Horseman was, was funny because it showed us how much we tolerate douchebags on a regular basis. Right. Like, we love them, we we are them, we talk like, you know what I mean? We're around we them know all them. the time. We are them sometimes, oh no. Yes, right. They're people we know. <laughs> so yeah, that's my dude. Shout out to Bojack. That was a very weird ending, but here we are. I'm glad they, uh, like somebody was telling me that they should have ended it on that fifth the second to last episode where he like was he dead it was like a dead dream or whatever 
But I'm happy they ended it how, I don't want to give the, I mean, it was like no crazy ending, but I don't want to give it away either. Girl, I didn't even see it. Sometimes Netflix watches me. <laughs> <laughs> Most times right. Netflix watches me. I feel like they stopped asking that question, that are you watching question. Because they know I'm not. They would ask me too often. It'd be like every 40 minutes. Like, yes, bitch, fuck. I'm not that productive right now. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? Right? And I think they know, like, which... Like, Netflix know when they... Like, which movies is the movies we gonna be smashing to and the ones that we not. You know what I mean? Like... You think they you know what I'm saying? I think they do. I'm certain they do. If they knew yes. to remind me to watch who, who Killed Malcolm X, then I know they have an algorithm. Well, yes, they have that algorithm, but an algorithm that says people are more likely to have sex during this movie. People yes. are less likely to have sex during this movie. Dead ass. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Because who, who house is that? I went to this dude's house. And every movie we tried to watch, he was like, I never seen this movie, but it would start from the ending of it. I was like, so you fucked during this movie too? Like, why don't you know any of the plots to these movies, but they're all at the end of it? Like, why am I looking at closing credits for everything? Like, you're never gonna watch this movie. That's why, that's why. Cause you were never gonna watch the movie anyway. It was a trap. Cause some of these movies that people just throw up on Hulu and Netflix and Amazon Prime should only be background noise to cheap sex. Like, this is not cinema, cinemagraphic excellence in any way. So, and it, it, it shouldn't have to be. It's just what you're watching for the first what seven to twenty-five minutes before you. That's it. All right. For his face now, well, ass upset. Well, that's when we did our voter on our page. That's what people said they were more likely to start busting it. <laughs> that's when we did our, our research and development. Yes, you didn't see the post I made? No. No, I'm sorry, I missed that. Sorry. I'm not gonna lie for you. No, thank you. No, no, no. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would I want our listeners to please write in their cheap sex movies that <laughs> they just watch right before they jump somebody's bones. Um the research continues. Do you guys have a staple like oh I'm about to get I'm about to get me some movie where you know like this the movie you play for all your little booze? You know what I'm saying? Like oh this this the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like this that crap. You know. Do you guys tell us tell us so that we could maybe we need to step our game up. I watch a lot of documentaries. I don't know if I'm rushing people into sex or boring them to sleep. So I need as much assistance as I can get right now. Um but meanwhile, between while, you let us know what y'all are up to. Go a couple rounds with that dick up in the casket. Hey, hey, mm. I was waiting, y'all. I was waiting. I was like five, four, <laughs> and on. <laughs> oh, I love that song. Did you see Meg Thee Stallion's Tiny Desk? Um, Tiny Desk concert. I played it in my salon for my clients. I love that song, fucking around. I love that song. Mm, mm. I love Megan Thee Stallion. I love but We need to have an honest discussion with her that if she has a future in this music business, that we need her to stay in Houston and record with like different people. Cause her last couple of bops ain't been bops. And I don't know what's going on. Cause I feel like she would have all the support. I mean, she got, she, she signed a rock nation now. Exactly. So it's like she ain't giving me she ain't giving me Rock Nation yet. You know Rihanna, bitch. You know Beyonce. You have you, you have cool Blue Ivy. She already got NAACP right. awards. So it's like, bruh, like you in a you amongst greatness. I just need you to like tap in and really channel your inner stallion. Like maybe she's distracted. Maybe she just I don't know. But you know, since we're hoping for you, we I want you to pull through. I want this for you. 
because I have not rested my head in your titties yet and drank dark liquor. And I don't feel like you should give up until I achieve that. Right, I just want to dance. I want to. I I want to go to her next party. I'm trying to see her. I'm trying to hang out. I want to drive the boat. Shit. Please. <laughs> you sound like. Let me drive the boat. <laughs> yes, please, please, Megan. I want to um, crash the boat. Girl, listen. Go to Loca Luna. <laughs> if you go to Loca Luna. At least you could throw up in the boat. So sure. there's lots of boat <laughs> opportunities at the, at the local Luna in Atlanta. Oh, dear. Sunday, oh. fun day. Shout Sunday, out to Sunday. Ray. Shout out to my boo, Ray. You know I love you forever. But there's only one person in this world who gets me as drunk boots in this world. And it is nobody but him. I don't know Shout where my alcohol tolerance. I don't know where my alcohol tolerance disappears to. But moving on, Big Daddy, what else are we talking about tonight? We also have to talk about how, why letting go is so important. Ooh, especially during Mercury retrograde in Pisces, which is my sign. So I'm an expert in this unofficially. Ooh. So, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts, Big Daddy? What do you? What? How do you let go? Why is this so important? So, okay, I feel like first you need to realize that you need to let go. Okay. Because sometimes you don't realize that you need to let go. You're like, oh yeah, no, this person is cool. Yeah, they inconvenienced me that one time or that two times, and that was like months in between. Blah 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 blah. Um, you have to realize when you are not benefiting from a situation. Plus, it's costing you. And not money, but like mind space, energy. Self-esteem. Um, yeah, self-esteem. Um, so yeah, and that definitely can't include money also. But mm -hmm. these, you like these things are important to recognize when it's time to let go. And people's behaviors just do not change. Like they have to actively change their behavior. And even like we were just talking about right well i mean right but we were just talking about like kevin hart and um how the you know the cheating like he cheated on the first wife second wife and that's not to say he's just gonna cheat on all his wives but i mean behaviors just don't but but someone will have to accept that this is a behavior that he is comfortable with or once was comfortable right. with and two if you dating, if you if you fucking around with somebody and they are just like their behavior is wild, and then they decide to change, that does not obligate you to still fuck with them. No, you're not tethered to that. You don't have to walk people through all of their recovery processes. You can if that's what you feel inclined to do, but no, you are not obligated. It's not your responsibility to raise anybody else except for yourself. So if you no. feel like, yo, I don't really want to participate in this, in whatever this is, that's okay too. Right. Give your give yourself the permission to let go. You don't have to be attached to that. Mm -hmm. So back to future. Imagine if Ciara wouldn't have let go. Ooh, damn. And we still got three extra baby mamas now. Russell was still in her inbox and then he started dating another girl and he moved on and bought her sports teams and royalties and beautiful black babies and 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 multi-racial hairstyles like imagine and future sitting over here with these crusty blonde ass dreads and all these extra children after y'all got together like imagine if she wanted to let go seven baby mamas do you not has anyone ever told him about a condom like maybe he don't know it's just does he just not know he gotta know does he still not know i don't know i don't trust future he seemed like he got a wet dick anyway mm -mm. oh but what does that mean a wet dick so a wet dick is like a really prematurely ejaculate penis so like Ooh. like he has a lot of pre-cum so I'm also just typing in to Google how many baby. I just typed in baby M and it already populate. Does future have? He was the first one. Eddie Murphy. Hold up. Okay, so it's future. How many baby mamas does future have? How many baby mamas does Eddie Murphy have? 
third one is how many baby mothers does Future have? <laughs> He's the first and the third. Because mamas and mothers are two different phrases. I feel like Sierra is a baby mother and some of the other ones are baby mamas. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was wrong. He, LOL, he has, I was wrong. He doesn't have uh, seven, he has six. Okay, I thought it was six. And the main thing that pops up is uh, Future currently has six children by six different mothers. He pays lots of child support, exclamation point. <laughs> and my thing is like, if someone would have just had like a really serious conversation about condoms with him, you could have saved him hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. Millions. Millions of dollars could have been saved. Yikes. And you know, some people argue, oh, when well, he got the money, he has money, he's active. He's, or not even he's active, is that he has money, but there's no way, like, honestly, that you can be that great. I mean, there is a way you could be that great of a co-parenter. You could totally be that great of a supporter and father and have all your baby mamas on one page and actively see your kids and actively show up and but it's, niggas not doing that i know not when you pulling restraining orders on your baby mama my thing is this right. it's, it's, it gets to a point where it's about the quality of the relationship because if you just wanted like a pet or something to invest money into without really working with it you could have opened a zaxby's or mcdonald's you know what i'm saying where you gonna feed mouths every day mm. and it's just gonna be a money thing like you see my point? So it's like, if if you really just are just having kids recklessly because you feel like you can afford it, I encourage you to invest your money elsewhere. Get some financial literacy popping. Like, you know what I'm saying? Learn how to invest in some stocks. You know what I'm saying? If you want to feed miles, start a charity. That way you can write that shit off. But meanwhile, you are building a football team of little traumatized kids that start off their whole lives feeling like niggas ain't shit and you are reminding them every day why and you think that conversation ends when they meet somebody new no every person that they meet from that gender they that's the first thought so spend time figuring out what you are contributing to and ladies if you are creating a child for somebody that is a gift you don't gift motherfuckers who don't appreciate shit you know what i'm saying like i wouldn't okay i'll put it to you like this as a hairstylist my hands are on water every day it makes no sense to buy me jewelry for my hands and my wrist i'm not gonna wear it because i can't wear it it's not functional for my lifestyle buy me shit that match my lifestyle if nothing about this man lifestyle got father figure written in it don't give him a child right get that nigga a parakeet spa day even a spa day yeah something simple like something else not children <laughs> anything else anything <laughs> anything but you know uh. do you y'all be intentional about what you're doing definitely that's what Please. Sid and I want you to do. That's right. it. Yeah. And kids are a blessing. Kids are gifts. So I'm not baby blaming. You know, I'm not, no. you know, baby blaming telling you not to have kids. Even though kids are expensive as fuck. But just really put effort into like what you doing so you could do it the right way. So you can do it the least dramatic way possible. Period. Because we don't want to see you. We want we want everybody to come up. We trying to come up. We want you to come up too. And yes, children are a blessing, but there's no but. Children are a blessing. However, they they the children plus like your circumstances, if you don't have everything locked, like insured oh yeah this man i'm gonna have his baby he's a great father figure but you don't know that or maybe you've seen him be an unfit father figure tune tune into that listen so aretha franklin a rose still is still a rose just started playing in my head Mm. you know because i care because i care 
Let's I don't like that song. Beyonce, I don't like it. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on, right. Moving on. Right along, people. Okay. <laughs> So, okay, I've been noticing like this little trend and I'm about to speak my mind about it. But lately it just seems like people are just like falling into your lap. Have you been having that feeling like? Like just a surplus of like available hoes? You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, which is so weird. Right? And it's not people that you necessarily would want to date, but it's just like, why are you here? (laughs) A surplus of hoes. Yeah, girl, it's a surplus of hoes. Right? I don't know what that's about. But how do you manage that? Well, it's mercury in, in micro braids. It is mercury in knotless braids. I agree. Right. In knotless so. braids. <laughs> but no, okay. So, like, one of the things I'm noticing is like one of my biggest pet peeves is when people like kind of flirt label you where it's like Ooh. oh you could do this for me oh you ain't gonna invite me over oh you ain't gonna do this oh you cooking where my plate at like that type deal have you been noticing an influx of that sydney I, you know what i i hate when people say that i hate when men say that shit to me it's such a i just be like ugh you supposed to make my life e- easier and here you are adding on more labor. But how dare you ask me for anything? Stop asking hey. me for shit. Who the fuck are you? If I wanted to do this with you, I would have. And don't ask me to do it. If I the wanted to, I would have. Listen, the more you ask me, the more I'm gonna say no. Right. Right? Then I'm turned off. And now I'm turned off. And now you got the resignation letter. And now what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> now I can ignore your calls. I'm free to ignore your texts. I don't oh, have to no. no more. How you gonna send me texts if you blocked? Right. How does True. that work? Sydney, what kind of cell phone you got? Girl, people people be on the WhatsApp. Oh, I deleted that too. People be on that WhatsApp. Don't what's at me. <laughs> but yeah, if you if you don't have it, you will be. That's good. Why do no. I have it? I don't Who are you talking to oh, overseas? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, why did I have what's up? Probably when you were overseas. Probably. Hopefully. Yeah, I think that's it. But I don't even remember using it because on your iPhone, as long as you have, um, if the person you're texting has Apple and you're on the Wi-Fi, you can send that. You don't need WhatsApp. But they have they have to have an iPhone. But what about Androids? Did you make provisions for them? I think that's, what, that's who WhatsApp is for. So let me be honest with y'all. If I meet one more person with an Android phone and they fuss at me like they personally put this phone together and manufactured it on their own, I'm going to pop them in the top of their heads. Y'all don't make these phones. It's not a war in real life with real people over these phones. It's a marketing strategy. The people with iPhones didn't make their iPhones. They went and rented them through their store just like everybody else did. Like, stop having this, oh, oh, oh. You, you trying to talk shit because I got an iPhone because I got an Android. No, I'm not. I'm saying I don't know how to work it. I just right. don't. I don't know where the back button is. I don't know where the home button is. I just don't. That's it. <laughs> so if you guys could get the fuck off of my back, we can move on in peace. <laughs> you know what? They do be acting all offended for no reason. It's like I have no history with this type of phone. You cannot be upset. For real, I don't know how to work it. Stop yelling at me, shit. I'm not looking down at you. I'm just confused. And you know what? It's almost like, it's like they're speaking a different language. And you're like, huh, what, what is this? And they're like, and they're like trying to, they're explaining in their language. You're like, huh, Ew, what? I don't know. I don't know what that emotion is. <laughs> I've never had to do this before. No one is coming at you. We're just letting you know. I don't have the knowledge and that's fine. That's all. 
But you know what? This is something that we can learn from cats. Because cats teach you how to treat them. Mm. So whether you got somebody labor flirting you or gaslighting you for your cellular plan or, you know, just making you feel uncomfortable. Cats are very, very confident within themselves to communicate their level of disinterest in you. And I want to take more of that behavior on this year. You know, like in the form of respectfully declining, like, no, I don't want to do that. In the form of telling people that I don't want to be touched or how I want to, how I want to be touched. You know what I'm saying? A cat will come and take your hand and put it on his head to pet him. And that for me is just a boss ass move. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to guess where I'm going to pet you because you're giving me clear communication. Like, that is wonderful. And for like the sake of our like, my own, you know what I mean? Like, speak up for yourself. Speak up during sex. Speak up during everything. Um, But I think we need to pick up more of that kind of energy this year. And like, really just stand up for how we feel about shit. That's not what you want to do. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say no. And something that Lexi says often is, it's okay to be yourself. And if being yourself is you want to go home and eat ice cream and pizza and decline happy hour, go do that. Like, go invest in the things you enjoy. Do not force yourself to do anything. If you're not feeling it, then you're not feeling it. Period. Listen, and as a person who cannot hide their... This is the only time I can hide my facial expressions is being in audio only. Because my tell you, my face will tell you everything that I'm thinking. So I have to be in positions where I feel authentic and present and happy because I can't hide it if I don't. If I'm not fucking with this, it's going to be written on my face that I am not fucking with this, but I am here. I, it is a silent protest. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... You can stop having that emotional discord or that energetic discord with yourself if you honor what you really want to do. Think about all the times you'll be mad as fuck with people for asking you to do shit that you wanted to say no to, but you didn't say no. And then they, they did everything that you didn't want them to do. And you sitting there with an attitude and your face twisted up because you should because you should have started off by saying no in the first fucking place. So learn how to say no then like it's not rocket science and sometimes yeah you got to get over yourself and just you know learn how to be present and relax it's not always this big thing but most times honor your body if you're not feeling it you're not feeling it and that's it like we already have to do we already feel that we have so many obligations right like i have to go to work um, I have to get an oil change. I have to go to the grocery store. I have to do laundry. If you don't want to do something, if you don't want to hang out with people, like don't. And I was mm-hmm. telling one of the girls in my program, she was like, oh, like, I don't trust this girl, but I'm going to invite her for drinks. I'm like, why would you do that? You just told me <laughs> you didn't like her. Why would you, why, why are you forcing yourself to do things? And I just right. have to be like very clear. Like I'm, I'm I, no, no, thank you. And that's okay. Like. And you know what, Lexi? I feel happier. Like when I like when I make those decisions, like I, I'm happier. I'm like skipping on my way. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting ready to go do this because I listened to my motherfucking inner self. She was right. Dead ass. Honoring yourself is a wonderful place to be. But like like I said, it's that beautiful. It's a beautiful space when you find yourself in that that level of discomfort because it creates that clarity of what it is you do want. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you at the club and you bored and you ready to go home, but you didn't drive, and all you'd rather do is go home and masturbate, being uncomfortable in the club lets you know where you would much rather be. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that too is a wonderful thing. So it's like, don't avoid the difficult shit, but just let it teach you where you do want to do. You know what you do want to do, even if that's just yourself. <laughs> Right, and you and you know, like you be in the club, like damn, like I'm ready, I'm ready to go, I'm ready. And you know, black people love to tell you, oh, when you ready, I'm ready. No, I started walking up and saying, I'm ready to go now. Well, are you ready to take me home? Right. Keep your keys always. Don't let it be like, oh, I gotta go back to your house because I left my keys. Mm-mm. A boy doing, I, a boy, that's it. Just take them with you. I'm scared to them, girl. 
the listener letters have been pouring in and we had an experience where somebody well what was the list what was this listener letter said i feel like you read it and you told me about it yes so this listener letter had a hard time because she was in a club with one of her girlfriends um hold let me go back and open it up um so yeah so she was in a club with one of her girlfriends and her girlfriend got wasted way too early so she had to go home so our listener was like okay girl you know don't worry let me call you an uber i want you to get home safe um you know let me know when you get there and <laughs> so homegirl goes home listener stays out has a blast Saw two chains. Ooh, girl, you should have told him I said, hey, what's up? And at the end of the night, 2.36 a.m. to be exact, she remembers that her keys are at her homegirl's house, who has probably gone home and is knocked out. However, our listener has already scheduled her dick appointment because, bitch, we, have, we are efficient. She does listen to the show. What can I say? Um, <laughs> so she had to cancel said dick appointment. Um, well, right. I'm sorry, sis. I know. And it's like after the club, you know, you just want to get it in. I, I feel that. But, um, yeah. So she learned to always have her keys on her. Carry a bigger bag. She does. What did you say? Carry a bigger bag to like, you know, contain the oh, keys. Yes. Cause she didn't want to lose them. I'm sorry, I should have read that part first. She didn't want to lose them, which is why, like, she always likes to leave her keys. But you know, that's being intentional about how you want to end the end your evening. You know, you you setting up appointments and shit. You know, do your phone keys check. You know, condom check. You know, so that you can make it to your next destination with ease. So I'm glad the listener was able to come to that conclusion and still have a really good time you know was she able i wonder if she was able to reschedule the dick appointment <laughs> actually it says further down that um she had cussed out said nigga because he couldn't come pick her up <laughs> and she actually reflects on one of our episodes and says that since dude was not dependable in this situation. She figured there was no good for him. And she cussed him out and then blocked him. Oh, wow. You know what? When I actually posted that text message and said, bitch, exclaimed, that was her text to him. Oh, that's who that was. Huh. Yes, I know, right? It looked like something I just got off of Twitter. Black Twitter <laughs> creation. He's so silly. I love Black Twitter. Shout out to them. Shout out to somebody. If they could ever capitalize off of that, they should. Anywho. <laughs> so shout out to our listener for one, um, wanting to be intentional, just like Lex said, wanting to be intentional about how their night was going. Uh, and then two, continuing to have a good time. And three, I hope she learns to keep her key. Yes, I do. I hope that you always have your key. Especially when it matters most. Girl, right? I can okay. only imagine. Yeah. So, to catch you up, Sid and I talk pretty much every day to some capacity, right? Especially for the show. And one day she burst out of text and said, By the way, this is how she started the text. So, I don't know what way we were by. But, by the way, Tyler Perry's acrimony was really bad. And I'm like, yes, we've talked about this before. Charlie Murphy. Um, <laughs> we have all of Tyler Perry's movies were bad. And then I sat down and I thought about it. I was like, Tyler Perry really makes some fucked up movies sometimes. So let's go down the list of the ones that we liked and we didn't like. Apparently, Acrimony and Fall from Grace are very high on the list because of obvious reasons. A do not like list. Right. A do not like <laughs> list. 
But I feel like he's doing that on purpose now. Like, he's purposely doing stuff, like, really, really fast. And, like, making it obvious corner cuts to, like, extend the dialogue. You know what I'm saying? Right. And Tyler Perry brags about not having writers. But I think he needs a little bit more fucking variety. Because at this point, I've seen so many reasons to be an angry black woman. Um... And I think we need proper representation, right? If we was, if it was a, a white producer making all these negative stereotypes about black people, we would be like, huh, that seems odd. Right. That seems odd. And so like to just see constant mo- like movie after movie with like black women who are done wrong, like damn, can, can, can a bitch be happy at once or twice? And they could only get with a dude with a really bad wig, like. Yeah. Damn, God, we don't deserve more. Like, we don't deserve natural hair. Like, <laughs> I saw this tweet that says Tyler Perry saves all the good wigs for himself. Because Medea <laughs> hair be good. Medea hair be good. Listen, I know he does. But my thing is, bruh, you don't have to put on a wig to act like another character. You don't. Unless you're like really transforming into a new person, you didn't need a wig for that. You didn't. You didn't. We just throwing wigs around just anywhere. And don't get me wrong, I have respect for everyone who is in the the industry where they do wigs and do hair for behind the scenes. I'm not trying to block my blessings, but hire me too. You know what I'm saying? That way we could really have a diverse conversation about wig wear and you know new opportunities at natural blended looks you know it's room for growth (laughs) there is certainly room for growth um and yeah and i feel like tyler perry has the resources to make beautiful black films i what movie did you like (laughs) okay my my favorite movie by tyler perry is the family that prays I know I watched Ooh. that movie at least three, four times. Kathy Bates is my nigga. Alfred Woodard is also my nigga. Taraji is another one of my niggas. Like, it was well, well scripted. It was a great plot line. It was a good soundtrack. I don't, I didn't like Sanaa Lathan, but I don't like Sanaa Lathan anyway. Like, she is boring to Why? me. Why? You don't like, a, you don't like her or Gabrielle Union. It's somebody else I feel like you Gabrielle like. Union, I do not like because of her top lip. Yes, and that I mean. is a purely petty reason. Gabrielle, if we ever meet, trust me, it's me, it's not you. You already know that. So now Lathan just feels like <laughs> she's too boring for me. Mm. Like she feels boring. Like all of the projects that she's in, I never get like a dynamic performance from her. True, I see what you're saying. Hmm, okay, so what Tyler Perry... And it's not like I don't like the sad ones because I did like, um, I mean, Diary of a Mad Black Woman was like fuck, also fucked up. But it, I mean, you know, it was it was good. It, that one was, was the- great because it was the first one. We're right. at like the 95th one at this point. This is, And you know what? It's like Medea 25.0, you know? Um, and I, what I will say is that I hear Tyler Perry's plays. I've never really seen his plays, but I hear his plays are amazing. That's what he started off with, right? And so mm-hmm. what also was good was um, Why Did I Get Married? That was good. You know, like, there, it showed happy couples. It showed unhappy couples. Oh, and side note, shout out to the motherfucking Astronomy Club. Because one of my favorite skits is when they have the top, the Medea goes back in time. And Medea goes and she stops, like, she stops the MLK shooting. Uh, and, she, <laughs> and you know what? Shout out to James and the Astronomy Club. Because that's the one, like, nobody likes. But that. James is, he was the only one who could have played Medea and the only one who could have played Cat Williams. I stand. <laughs> Big stand. Big stand. Where art that nigga Terrence? Like, the whole astronomy <laughs> hilarious. I, but I'm, you know what? So I just finished watching this Netflix documentary that talked about black cinematography and it's like development throughout the years. And it was such an encouraging, like, experience to see at one time because we have we haven't had access to our movie representation for a very long time and we've had limited 
input and access to it and just to see where we grew from laws being established where black people couldn't even kiss white people on screen to 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 awful movies like you know Medea's 34th adventure or or you know what I'm saying or whatever but now we have the freedom and just like you know to make whatever decision we gonna make that's Tyler Perry's aesthetic now that you reminded me that he's a playwriter it makes sense how his movies come together because it's coming from the, the perspective and the authenticity of a playwright and it makes sense you know what i'm saying that's his experience but that's creating a pathway for another black man to come and make movies for another right. black man to write movies about his perspective of women because it's not we can't be so rigid with art that we don't allow other people to describe their experience with it so I, I think it's dope. Like he's a pathmaker, and I know I'm always like ragging on him because I have high expectations. But that's, that's because like y'all are y'all are representing me, and it's creating the space for me to come up and be a film producer and to tell stories and to be hella animated and to borderline lie sometimes when I'm re- you know retelling stories. Like that's what y'all doing. I ain't doing nothing but acting, you know. So I'm a you know I'm a. I'm a screenwriter or whatever. So, so, you know, just, I just expect more because I know how dope we are from the inside out, so. And you know what, start over. And you know what, I love how you said that Tyler Perry is opening the door, inspiring another black person, black woman, black man, black child, black transgender to go and tell their stories and to be playwriters also. Because we need that, we need multiple, we need multiple levels. And just like you said, the expectation for Tyler Perry is high. And it is high because, because he's he, the first. He's exa- one of the exa- first. Just like what, yes. And just, just like what Dave Chappelle would say, anytime you're the first black person to do anything, there's always going to be a lot of shit. Exactly. <laughs> always. So, and also, we love Tyler Perry because he does employ so many black people, mm-hmm. but he needs to employ some black writers. Also, mm-hmm. Like us. <laughs> like us. Hit some niggas up. We have excellent ideas. Most of the shit, we will yeah. just be telling our regular adventures and boom, it's a movie. So, you know, 555, five, five, you know, hit a nigga up. Like, that's how, that's the hotline, you know. Because I love, I love the film industry. I love the concept of making movies and production and all of the different parts of it. So, I'm super, I'm super down for the cause. I just... Can we at least like tap the screen so that when we are filming movies where you get text messages, we not looking at the camera roll? If we could do that, I'll shut up. And we just like, <sighs> white people have so many different things that they can watch. And for black people, it's not as much. Like, just that Lexi has been talking about this um, black cinematology. The Black Cinema documentary. Yep, that's it. She was telling me it's only been a hundred years that we can actually look and reflect on when we have been able to see each other. Yeah. So, like you know, like we we give we got to give ourselves time too. We have to be gentle, so we can appreciate and critique Tyler Perry. It's okay. We can do both in the same breath. Don't get me wrong. It's nothing but respect. Because if you started off with just plays. And now you have your own studio. You doing something. You definitely yeah. are doing something. We just saying cut us in the table so that the shit can sound a lot better. And mm-hmm. we can market this as an excellent film instead of using the marketing of it being of all of the mistakes that are being made being highlighted. That's all we're saying. We would love to help you out, Tyler Perry. And that's from the bottom of the heart because we are we too are black creatives and we have a lot to offer. We too are black creatives. We could just let that marinate for a second. That was a, a powerful statement there. The creative in us sees the creative in you, my nigga. Period. Ooh. And Medea is funny to some, you know, like, yeah, it's an audience for everything. You know, yeah, it's an audience for everything. The Astronomy Club Medea was funny as fuck. Yeah. He was like, God damn it, you done fucked up the space-time continuum. And it was like 20 Medeas. 
Y'all have to check that out. That's funny. Please watch that show. Please watch the Astronomy Club. That was probably one of, like, that is probably one of the best get high with your group of friends and watch something funny as shit where you get to laugh for a good period of time. That's such a feel-good time. So, like, whether you smoke weed, have your wine, whatever your vice is, like, kick back and watch that. It is totally worth the watch. Like, and I typically don't watch stuff twice, and I think I've seen the whole series, like, three times. Yeah, I feel you because I like I honestly just look. I feel like it's only about six episodes. It can't be just six, but you go you go through it pretty quickly. But it's just really good quality. I was hoping they were going to be at the NAACP awards, but they weren't. I wanted that's that's what I really want. I wanted to see Rihanna and them. Oh, that would have been dope. Ugh. I really wanted to see that. So, Sid, do you want to share your experience at the NAACP awards? I would love to. It was so random. Like one of my one of my model booths hit me up and sent me this link to be a seat filler. And so I sent them my information and they hit me back and I was my job was to fill the gaps in the seats because uh it was a live show and they couldn't have like holes and people were like getting up to go to the bathroom or getting up to go take pictures and um I didn't really get to meet a lot of the celebrities. I got to see them. I, I saw Rihanna. I was so close to her. I wanted to look her in the eyes, but I was not able to yet. Um, but we had really good seats. And I had this really good, like, wow, I'm at the NAACP Awards moment because the comedian who opened up for Anthony Anderson was a comedian I had seen in Savannah, Georgia, like 10 years ago. Like as a, yeah, as like a freshman or a sophomore at Armstrong, he comes to our school to like sell jokes. And like now I'm seeing him at the NAACP Awards. So that was so cool. Um, and then I ran into another girlfriend who was there. But yeah, it was a really interesting experience. I saw Maxine Waters in the bathroom. <laughs> Lena, Wait Lena, Lena Waithe was on stage and I was like, this nigga. I was like, this nigga, a real nigga. This nigga, no, not a real nigga. This nigga is a nigga. So I was, you know, saying all these things and the lady in front of me turned around. I was like, okay, let me act, let me act right. Yep. Please. Let me, right. We Somebody. don't have to kick it out of everything. But girl, when Rihanna got on stage, so they gave us strict instructions. They were like, no pictures. Which, I mean, I get it, but like, Everything that we were doing was live anyway. So the time we like got it uploaded, niggas, 50 million people have already seen it on TV. Like it wasn't, right. whatever. But um, this that they were serious. This one lady, the seat filler coordinator boss lady was like talking to this girl, like if I see you take your phone out one more time, I am cutting your wristband and I'm escorting you out of here. It's like, oh, oh. They were very serious about that, but it was a dope experience. It was fun. I want to do it for the BET Awards. We should. We should go get dark liquor drunk and go. Okay, I want to get like sl slutty drunk. I'm a slut. What's up? Have you seen that? That's from Pop Smoke. <laughs> no, I have. Yes, I did see that. I'm a slut. Oh, What's up? I'm for all of it. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Oh, it makes me so sad. And like he looks like in the video, he's so sincere. He's like, I'm I'm with it all. I'm with everything. I'm a slut. What's up? Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's so sad. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. And you know what? When they it was a home invasion, but they didn't steal anything. They literally just came to shoot his shit up. They did. So <sighs> We gotta protect our black men. Black men gotta protect themselves. Right. We just gotta do better this year. They That's said real. it was his homie. So it's, it's fucked it's up. It's all man. based that nigga homie. It was that nigga, it was be that homie. Draco told us that. Right. Draco right. told us that. Roger Boy told us that. Shut that nigga. <laughs> Put the mask off, shut that nigga again. <laughs> ignorant. Alright y'all but well, we gotta wrap this thing on up. 
Yep. So catch up on all of our episodes, episodes 1 through 30, 31, 32, 33, however many. Catch us on all of our streaming platforms. We are on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, and the Stitcher app. So you don't have no excuses to miss us. Um, what else do they need to do, Sid? They also need to stay tuned in for the next Purred Out Yoga. Oh my gosh, I didn't even talk about Purred Out Yoga. Can we talk about You gotta about say thank you. Of course, we gonna do it now. Y'all, let me just tell you, Purred Out Yoga opened up something in me that could be either like insanely wonderful or insanely dangerous. But that class, filled up my heart in just just the best way possible. I want to thank everybody who came out, who sent well wishes, who texted me, who took pictures, who did whatever you did to participate. It was such a fun, rough experience. Like the whole studio smelled like cigarettes from the party that was at the space the night before and it was, but it just turned out to be such a beautiful, just loving, just an incredibly an incredible energy class like so i'm definitely preparing some more stuff for our east coast division while we start working in in the lab on our west coast division for our purred out yoga experiences because we need everybody to come catch this vibe like right it was incredible so thank you so 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 much next class is going to be march eighth march 8th so get your coins together get you a yoga mat get you your cute yoga outfit for your selfies and whatever and pull up because we are we are trying to serve you guys in the dopest way possible and as far as i'm concerned we do not fail to serve okay period period so make sure that you're following us online on the catnips the c-a-t N-I-P-Z and Purr It Out Yoga, P-U-R-R-I-T-O-U-T-Y-O-G-A on Instagram. That way you can stay up to date with all of the events that we're doing. We have 420 brunches coming, another another round of Devil's Lettuce pulling up. We have more Purr It Out Yoga. We have um, festivals that we're pulling up to in the next six yeah. weeks. We got all kind of shit coming up. Motherfuckers, we got my birthday. Like, Ow. So birthday sale, look out for it. So yeah, birthday sale on the merch store. We have so much shit that we just want to connect with you guys on. So stay in the know. Don't play yourself, ho. It's Lexi, your favorite cat lady. Yes, and you can always find us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, Mm. Apple Podcasts, Mm. Stitcher, and of Mm. course, CatnipsPodcast.com. And. All right, y'all. We out. We love you. Have an amazing week on purpose. Yes, intentional. Cat Lady signing out. We will now be landing this plane. You are safe to remove your earphones and return to normal society. Oh, feral pussy coming soon.